Hello, 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 and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name's Katya, I'm your host, and today with me is Ken from the Philippines and Maria from Russia, Novokuznetsk. Guys, you know, we are doing our best to be as useful to you as possible, and we would like to get some feedback about it. So subscribe to our pages on Apple, Yandex, Google, VK, or other platforms, and let us know what you think about our show. So rate and review our podcast, give us stars, leave us comments, ask questions, and feel free to send your ideas about our next episodes. It won't take much time or effort, but it will make us even better. So, and Maria, Ken, and I are going to talk about a very controversial and very topical issue, which is social networks. Oof. Oh, yeah. So tell me, guys, do you use social networks? Okay, no, let me rephrase it. What social networks do you use? Yeah, it will be, like, more correct. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, um, you may start off. Yeah, well... Uh, as for me, I um, guess I use only two social networking sites, uh, which is VK and Instagram. And for me, that's that's enough. I think I'm already addicted <laughs> to these two. What do you use them for? Well, initially, I used VK mostly for listening to music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, well, for keeping in touch with some friends of mine who live in another city. Because, well, I like how direct, message, uh, direct messages are designed in VK. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. I guess, it's convenient. More convenient than, than, let's say, Instagram or maybe even WhatsApp. So I, I like to, uh, like, text there. That's actually funny because if you ask almost any Russian uh, Russian person, they would say VK, VK, VK. So which is why it's more interesting to ask Ken. Uh, <laughs> well, um, speaking of VK, I do have VK as well. Um, for, you know, our regular listeners, um, for sure, you know, they've heard of me before. And, well, previously I was in Kazakhstan. And, you know, this social network, VK, or as you call it, Vkontakte, if I mm-hmm, pronounce mm-hmm. that correctly. Um, it was introduced to me by my Russian, Korean, and Kazakh students way back in Kazakhstan. And at first I thought, VK, what is it? And then they said, well, it's kind of like the Russian version of Facebook. So I thought to myself, okay, why not? So I created my account back in 2014 mm-hmm. together with um, Instagram because I once taught at a Turkish high school. And mm-hmm. then they insisted, Mr. Amante, why don't you get your own account <laughs> on Instagram? And so I thought, okay, well, why not? So, <laughs> but um, uh, at the very beginning, I thought, but I already have Facebook. Do I have to have, mm-hmm. you know, VK or Instagram. But then again, if you want to stay connected and, mm-hmm. you know, you want to be up to date also with what the younger generation is up to, I thought, okay, why not? So uh, Instagram and VK in 2014, but way, way back in 2009, I created my Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, that was Twitter. Oh, so and do you use all of them nowadays? Um, Well... <laughs> varying degrees. Mm -hmm. Firstly, um, Twitter, I'm no longer that active. In fact, I have deleted the um, app uh, on my Mm -hmm. phone. And then Facebook is the most active, I must say, Mm -hmm. because mostly um, it's for Filipino friends, including family and, you know, um, some previous Filipino colleagues. Mm -hmm. Um, Instagram is mostly about photos and friends in Russia and Kazakhstan. Mm -hmm. VK is for, um, it's the least used 
among my social networking accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know what I found interesting is that you remember exactly when you created each account. I, I don't, like absolutely. You know, um, very often I hear Russians describing VK to um, other countries, like people from other countries as Russian Facebook, but better. <laughs> Because it has like more functionality to it. And to be honest, every time I uh, log into my Facebook account, I am lost. Because to me, it's so... Like difficult not to user friendly maybe yes it's not user friendly at all and i mean i don't well every time i scroll through my news feed it's mostly like um resharing of different um maybe dog communities or something like that funny pictures so i am lost it's all the same so i don't really see the uh, updates of my friends lives so for that i need to specifically go to their profiles see what's new and very very rarely i get notifications like oh your friend posted a life update and i'm like oh okay but i have to admit there is only one uh case only one reason why i actually regularly go to facebook is that there is an amazing community of um people who teach russian as a foreign language so when i need some advice or you know some help i go there oh really yeah it's amazing and at first i thought why is it facebook but then i realized that most people who teach russian as a foreign language they do they live in different countries yeah sure facebook and then i just want to comment on you know, VK being better than Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a living testament to it because I can attest that it is much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, because um, in the Philippines, of course, you know, uh, there aren't a lot of people who actually know that VK exists. So they mostly use Facebook. And that's mm-hmm. why, well, for the most part, that's the uh, account that I use. But in terms of, you know, um, how easy you can uh, go around the page, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's VK. I have to give it to VK. And music again. Especially when it was like unlimited. Copyright issues. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I also recently got um like you know uh on some of the social networks or websites you get a notification when uh you have like your birthday meaning like you know you've been on this website for this long and i've realized that i've been on vk for 13 years so it's fun sometimes to look back and see how it has evolved that's really long wow Mm -hmm. have you noticed this tendency that uh for example for us it was vk for the world it was facebook but now most people tend to move to instagram and even like you know exchange messages there even though facebook messenger is actually like more convenient yeah and there is a like trend to post long reads on mm-hmm. instagram i don't find them very like comfortable to read and easy to read but still there is a trend mm-hmm. i think it's becoming more and more popular and even in my country although facebook remains as the top social network you know site or networking site um Nowadays, people are beginning to, you know, create their accounts on Instagram and mm-hmm. it's becoming more and more popular. And I do notice that as well. Um, I think originally um, Instagram is created for the purpose of sharing photos, mostly yes. photos and then some, you know, short clips of videos. But then again, nowadays, um, people are having this long write-ups, even almost like an article. And I thought... Oh, okay. So changing times, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, I and guess initially, so. it was like a joke that people only post their food pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But it's not have like you, this anymore. It's actually, if we look at it, like there have been so many different trends and we can see like the evolution of um, 
Instagram. So because, yeah, we all posted pictures with no words maybe, but then we had hashtags. Yeah. Then we have like, you know, tagged photos, long reads, whatnot. Now we even have an opportunity to save them, you know, to different highlights. If it's our stories, to save the articles, the pictures to look at after. But yeah, to me personally, uh, Instagram has become some kind of a photo album maybe like a diary so when I can't remember where I was at that time or you know I want to remember what I did like in that year or that year I go to Instagram scroll and I'm like oh yeah that's so true I did that I did that and I remember in 2017 um so Within the last, let's say, five years, I had different situations where my phones just died. So, and I had no access to them and they were beyond repair. And uh, I realized that a lot of my photos were only on Instagram. Like that was the only way I could actually restore them. So when I remember in 2017, somebody hacked my account. Oh my God. So, and I had no access to it. And I was so afraid that they would delete all the photos before I could actually save them. So I had to contact support system. I had to send them like photos of me writing something, like writing my own um, like username, mm-hmm. um, sending them a copy of my passport or something. But I got I got hold of my account. So, and I had to inst- like have some two-step ID system mm-hmm. or something like that. So now I'm safe. I You're hope. good, yeah. I hope, yeah. But um, so you've mentioned Twitter that you don't use anymore, more or less. I've never used it. You've never used it. I remember I used it once, I think, because I was uh, following this guy who has four daughters and he posts like, you know, funny things that they say, (laughs) but not anymore. And what do you think about YouTube? Because this is a a website or an app that millions, billions of people use these days. So what about you? Do you use that much? Oh my God. Um, (laughs) It's probably the most used on my phone because for me, YouTube is my main source of entertainment at the Mm -hmm. moment since I don't really have television at home. And sometimes uh, whenever I want to watch shows from the Mm -hmm. Philippines, just to remind me that, hey, you're from this country. (laughs) Yeah, because sometimes I, you know, I forget that, oh, okay, I'm from the Philippines. I need to somehow reconnect with my roots, right? So I go to YouTube to watch different, you know, Filipino shows, but uh, most of the videos that I watch are actually um, from somewhere else, including mm. here in Russia. Um, oh. Believe it or not, I do watch Volos, like, you know, Russian, The Voice. Am mm-hmm. I right? Golos. Yeah. Uh, Volos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something different. <laughs> it's like hair. Volosi, mm-hmm. right? Golos. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Golos. Um, what else? Some Ukrainian shows, believe it or not. Uh, but majority of the videos that I watch are of course English videos, uh, mm-hmm. mostly comedies. What else? Um, animal videos because I love Aww. love animals to death. Vloggers, uh, um, especially when it comes to travel, yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, I love traveling. And uh, uh, every now and then, I engage in some petty arguments online, um, especially if I watch no. political videos. Um, I know that we have such a thing as you know uh, etiquette online. Um, and there is a reminder, uh, by the way, on YouTube to be careful with the words that you use or, you know, with the way you deal with other, you know, commenters. But then again, um, sometimes you do uh, come across with some, you know, commenters who are de- definitely below the belt, uh, <laughs> definitely below the belt, belt when it comes to uh, commenting, because, you know, um, politics is 
a hot issue. I think there are just people who do that, like, you know, on purpose. They just go and throw in a comment. They are trolls, basically. So they just want to, you know, make somebody argue. (laughs) They want to annoy people, make them angry. And you know how this principle, I never never uh, am involved in any commenting online. Uh, Absolutely. Because I tried once, I was called a stupid idiot, and (gasps) that's when I stopped it. (laughs) Like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you don't engage, because I know (laughs) it's really petty, and, you know, it's a waste, complete waste of time, but every now and then when I feel like, you know, commenting, and I have the energy and time, I do engage and I can be a bit nasty sometimes depending <gasps> on, you know, oh, yeah. It, can you? I am very um, politically aware of what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, I put it upon myself to educate, I'm sorry for the word, idiots on, online <laughs> for them to be educated. I know it's not my responsibility, but sometimes, you know, you have to um, introduce some kind of point of view in order to open minds. You're still being a teacher, even when you uh, entertain yourself, yeah. Exactly. You know, um, but have you noticed that you have the energy and time, but after that you have neither? Absolutely. So, and I have noticed that I tried, I definitely tried to educate some people on some issues uh, that I am aware of, but I have realized that they don't care. They don't want to see, you know, what is really happening. They don't want to change their opinion. So why... Should I? And maybe it's, uh, sorry for interrupting, maybe it's because they just don't trust people online. They don't uh, see you as an expert because you're just some random guy with a nickname. That's why. That's, yeah, somehow that's true. But uh, I must say that in my case, I do it sometimes out of pleasure. Believe <laughs> believe it or not. Oh. Is it your guilty pleasure? pleasure. Yeah, really. Um, I, I guess for some reason, I just love debating, but... Not in terms of, you know, vocally in in front of the person, but I like typing certain words and I don't know, am I crazy? But I'm sure I'm not the only person in the world who feels Oh, I'm pretty sure there are millions and millions. (laughs) And um, wait, Masha, what about you? You Me and YouTube. Yeah, you and YouTube. Well, I don't necessarily uh, see YouTube uh, as a social networking site because Mm -hmm. there is uh, not much socializing. Uh, Of course, there are comments, but they are not uh, made for this purpose of communicating, I Mm -hmm, guess. mm -hmm. Uh, But I do um, use YouTube. I do watch lots of videos. Mostly it's about music. I Mm -hmm. like to, not video clips, I mean, but uh, some uh, channels that uh, tell us about music like that uh, are educational somehow. For example, I like this guy from Belarus uh, whose channel is called Long Play. Like, I adore him. He's very um, well informative and charming and mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So you have so certain YouTubers who you follow then? Yeah. Yeah. Can do you? Some of. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them are, you know, um, tra- travel vloggers. Mm-hmm. Um, political vloggers as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Historical vloggers, because I do love history. Um, and... What else? Uh, something to do with animals. Um, mm-hmm. I can't name the exact pages right now. Um, I'm too forgetful for that. But uh, uh, allow me to ask question as well, if you don't mind. Like, yeah, um, sure. since we are all teachers, um, and this is not just about you know YouTube, but you know other. Um, well, as you you've said, you don't consider it uh, a social uh, network. Um, if we talk about YouTube, but uh, the bigger umbrella, which is social media, yeah. 
So whenever you read comments as a teacher, um, do you also comment on their, you know, accuracy in terms of grammar, spelling, punctuation? Okay, so let me rephrase it. Are you a Nazi grammar? That's what you're asking <laughs> exactly, us. Exactly, exactly. Well, so I want to know. Well, I am more of a grammar Nazi in Russian than in English. In When it comes to English, I'm very tolerant because, well, I'm a teacher and I know that for many people it's a second language or a foreign mm-hmm. language. So mm-hmm. I am absolutely okay with the mistakes. But when it comes to Russian, <laughs> oh my God. The inner devil in you wakes up. But as I previously said, I don't comment. I just don't, uh, I, I try not to be involved in this because I know it will be a vicious circle. Mm-hmm. But you do notice the mistakes, right? I do notice them. But, uh, and they hurt me a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to ask that because uh, uh, I want to know how you feel whenever you see, oh my God, um, enormous mistakes. Yeah, but well, some people who comment on YouTube, for example, they're just school kids and they are just unaware of of making mistakes. I feel like I'm like, you know, out of, I don't belong to this conversation about YouTube. because so You I don't, don't get annoyed? I mean, I don't read comments uh-huh. in general because, you know, if you ever That's do... That's clever. If you ever do, it's like you, you can become angry. You see the... I don't care about mistakes much as well, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't read comments. And actually, I'm not often on YouTube. The only situation when I actually open the website itself is when I know that there is a specific video that I want to show to my students. That's it. Ah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't really watch YouTube... So you're not subscribed to like anyone? I am not. Mm-hmm. I wanted to subscribe uh, to a friend of mine who's a YouTuber. Uh, and she has like half a million follow- followers or something. But uh, her channel is in Arabic, mm-hmm. which means that I can only watch the picture, you know, and like admire her, but I cannot really understand. So no, I'm not following any vlogger, any YouTuber. I just don't. But that's the only reason for that is because I live in Instagram. That's basically my life, (laughs) yes. But um, I have a question though, because Ken, you said that you watch YouTube because you don't have a TV. So do you think that YouTube nowadays is replacing television for a lot of people? So I think it already has replaced. It has replaced, so... Well, um, I would say that um, unless you're from, I guess, the village, you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, your internet connection might not be so good, then you would probably still be dependent on television. Mm-hmm. But for the most part in cities, I believe that most people are, you know, online instead of um, relying on television. Unless, mm-hmm. you know... Um, not discriminating, you know, elderly people because I know some elderly people who are also, you know, online and they know how to use certain mm-hmm. things online. But um, I guess for the most part, the elderly, I would say, would still watch, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. television. And I don't think it has totally died out yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I can see it sometime in the future. Like... Not just YouTube, but any other online platforms that will take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I right. agree. I agree. For example, I have, I think I haven't been watching TV for like 10 years already. And I don't have a TV set at, at my place and I have never had. But my parents, they have two TV sets. So when I come to visit them, uh, TV is always on. Same, same. So my parents has three TVs Uh, one in the living room, one in the bedroom, one in the kitchen. So every time they eat, every time my mom cooks, they turn the TV on. It's like a, the background. Yeah. Actually, 
In the summer, when they were living at the dacha, they also brought one TV there, so they were always watching it. And it was funny because I'm like, how can you watch this trash? Because the <laughs> programs really, they have, they are just so dumb. Sometimes. Well, you know, my father, he even doesn't watch it. Uh, TV is just on without the sound. Oh, so it's and like he's some kind of- at the same time sitting at his computer. Oh, so he just needs some kind of a not even noise, yeah, like, like white, white noise. noise. Yeah, but it's absolutely. not even noise. Wow. It's like picture background. In this he's case. addicted, but to not oh, to the program, but to TV itself. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Maybe that's some kind of a, I don't know, a habit. So they just yeah, got used maybe to it having it on. Him down somehow. Maybe. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> so and um, speaking of uh, social networks, so Twitter. Okay, kind of discussed YouTube, VK, Facebook. But what about this super trendy uh, social network, which is TikTok? Oh. So what do you know about it? Are you on the... What's your attitude? Well, well, well yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I just uh, don't think that I have a lot to say. I installed it to my phone. Uh, I, I checked it out. Uh, then I deleted it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, that's how it worked for me. So, Ken, what about you? So, you were never attracted. Uh, well, in the first uh, place, why I, I, did I you thought download that it? These videos uh, were stupid, kind <laughs> of, uh, and I uh, just didn't want to waste time uh, uh, looking for something that is uh, that is worthwhile. You know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just uh, thought that I'm already addicted enough to social networking sites. So. Uh, uh, let it be as it is. <laughs> well, you know, um, in my case, I think I'm becoming old. As I always refer to myself um, <laughs> in my classes, I always uh, tell my, you know, my class that I'm becoming a little bit of a like little dedushka, like little Aww. grandfather. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> oh, well, um, maybe physically or in terms of appearance, but in terms of age, well, I'm getting older. <laughs> and um, in terms of yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I do aware of uh, the existence of such app, but I've never caught on the trend. Um, mm-hmm. Although it's really popular in the Philippines. In fact, sometimes they would upload their videos on uh, Facebook. And mm-hmm. uh, okay, for example, um, they play a song and then they dance to it. Um, others would even make jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like funny videos using uh, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I, I find them extremely funny, but I thought to myself... I'm too old for this. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I know 35 is not that old. I mean, I'm 35, by the way. But I just feel like, you know, that's the end of my career when it comes to, you know, Aww. being up to date with what's out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am content with Facebook, mm-hmm. Insta- uh, Instagram, and then, of course, uh, VK. That's enough mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> you know, I thought that if I, um, if I installed it, I would get hooked up on it. Just because there are so, like... You don't need to think. That's the thing. And sometimes you really want to give your, you know, yeah, your brain you a break. Surf, you just switch from yeah. one video to another. But then they started, uh, you know, loading and uploading these TikTok videos to Instagram. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. why do I need to, uh, you know, actually install TikTok? If, if all have... the best is already on Instagram. Exactly. But I remember last year when I was teaching um, first year students. So they're like 18, 19. And they're like, Katya, have you seen this? Have you seen that? I'm like guys are not on TikTok. They're like, why? Like, oh, I, well, at that time I had an excuse because I didn't have any memory left, like on my phone. And they were showing me, you know, the best TikToks that they could see. And sometimes I had to ask them like, oh yeah, that's funny. What is the joke though? They're like, oh God, yeah. (laughs) Like they had to explain it. But at some point, um, 
So um, the professor that I was working with, so um, we were co-teaching. So he and I, we were co-teaching uh, a course on inten of intensive Russian. And we gave a task, which is if you uh, make a meme about Russian or in Russian, or you create a TikTok, you will get an extra credit for the course. Wow. So, and they're like, ooh, they were 18, like 18, 19 year olds. So, oh, they were so happy to get this. Yeah, class. of course. As, as teachers, we should be up to date. At least to try be aware to. of what is going on. But what do exactly. you think made it so popular? Like millions of people are there. Why? You know, what, um, I don't want to say that it's just a passing trend, but being the little dedushka that I am, <laughs> um, I think it's just a passing trend. It's gonna, you know, fade sometime mm -hmm. later. But anyway, I have nothing against it. Uh, mm -hmm. Just to be clear, okay? So for our young listeners out there who might think, oh, come on, it's just because you're getting old. No, I mean, I have nothing against <laughs> that, okay? But um, I think one of the reasons why it's becoming, well, popular nowadays is because it's just fun. As you've said, mm -hmm, you know, it's mm -hmm. something light. You don't have to really think deeply, you know, nothing serious about it. And personally, um, whenever I watch TikTok videos, even though I don't have this, you know, app on my phone, I really find it very entertaining. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I enjoy it a lot. And it, it's so surprising because one of our um, former teachers here, who does what CrossFit or what does he do now? Um, so he has a TikTok account and sometimes he would upload them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, that's cool. And then you can change your music. Mm -hmm. um, really, I, I find it very, very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, maybe it enables you to be kind of a creator mm -hmm. and uh, it's short. I mean, videos are quite short mm -hmm. and they're mostly fun. Not something serious or like mm -hmm. uh, challenging. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. And have you had the news that it got banned in several countries, like in the US, in Pakistan, in India, in Hong Kong? So, do you know anything about it? Why did it get banned? Well, I haven't heard of it, but I guess maybe because it was uh, used by uh, like children, and there is lots of like bad content. Quotation marks. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, I've heard of this news, although um, I didn't really read the article itself mm -hmm. because I thought it's just TikTok. But then again, <laughs> um, um, if I'm not mistaken, probably it's it has something to do with, you know, the relationship between China and the US. And I don't know if... Oh, politics if, again. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Something to do with politics. Yeah, I tried to look into that. And uh, the main reason that was stated is uh, TikTok got banned due to national security concerns. So they said that TikTok collects, uh, you know, extensive data about the users and then they can like transfer the data. But... It is actually funny because if we uh, look into this, a lot of social networks do the same. If anyone has watched or have you guys watched the, um, what is it? It's a documentary called The Social Dilemma. So, and it has um, like a look inside um, social networks and different websites like uh, Google, because we use Google all the time. Uh, Facebook and things like that and mm -hmm. Instagram as well. So, and I think it's kind of known that the data is being collected, yeah, but yet sure. we don't see Instagram being banned. I think if it happened, oh my God. You know, I just want to put it out there, maybe because TikTok is, it's created uh, by China. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're aware of that. And oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's all about politics. I mean, come on, it like as if Facebook is, you know, oh. um, as if 
Facebook doesn't steal uh, personal information. It was right. an issue before, uh, also. That's a good comment because now I realize that uh, also WeChat got banned, and that is a kind of a social network. Um, it's also from China. It is. It is. Yeah. So it's not about like the content. It's just it's, about, it's about political politics. issues. Really? Okay. <sighs> I don't want to bring politics to the table. <laughs> because You're I just like, want our conversation to be But I will be because live. I'm an expert. <laughs> no, no, but no, I will no, do no, it no. later in my commentary section online. I'll do online. it later when I go home and then I start arguing again with strangers online. <laughs> which I love doing. So, and uh, while we were talking about, in, well, social media, I said that I live in Instagram. So, which is why I want to ask you, have you ever checked your screen time? Yes, I have. Like when I uh, got this phone uh, for the first time, I I uh, used to check my screen time like maybe for a month. Then I got uh, upset and stopped doing it because it shows that I spend a lot of time online. Um, Can you give us numbers? Well, numbers. several hours a day. <laughs> several hours is very vague. You yeah. know, it yeah, could be it two, is. It could be I, I don't want to be <laughs> more precise. <laughs> okay, like, like on Instagram, maybe it was see. about uh, one. One hour and a half or something? One hour and a half. Oh. And a VK? Well, I, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, maybe I didn't check it. About All right. Can have you ever checked your screen time? Mm, never, but um, if I were to give an estimate mm-hmm. um, for all the accounts, not just Instagram. Yeah, so just the amount of time you use your phone, basically. It, well, for social media you know, purposes, I would say uh, the minimum is quarter of a day. <laughs> Math. I'm, wait a second. Okay. Six hours? <laughs> Roughly. So when you, when you don't also... teach, when you don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I can even go beyond that sometimes. Uh, it, for example, if uh, I do have what? Uh, if it's uh, if I'm on a holiday, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, then we have the time and energy to do that <laughs> as well. But wow. Yeah, well, so would you say then that you are actually addicted to um, your phone and social media? I think, I'm not sure you can call it that but or maybe I'm just in denial that I am addicted <laughs> to it what's the next stage so it's denial <laughs> anger oh my god yeah acceptance there oh should this be is the final this is the final Ken is, on, Ken is on the way to that I'm getting there I'm getting there so and um well I remember when I got the new phone it had actually a separate um app or some kind of a function which was called digital well-being and I thought ooh mm. digital well-being what's that and then it showed me this screen time and I was like no there's no way no I can't spend like four or five hours a day I have work I work mm-hmm. I do things <laughs> but then it actually turned out to be true like um, if it's a very busy day when I have a lot of classes a lot of things to do then it's usually about two hours but the last classes I have the more time I tend to spend online. Even though, well, okay. Um, it's like lying to myself, I think. But in this, on these days that I have um, a very big um, screen time, I tell to myself, well, that's because I was looking for the videos for the classes or I was reading useful posts on Instagram. It because- sounds like, you know, excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excuses, excuses. But I have to be honest, though. I do use Instagram to uh, communicate with the uh, with the teachers um, in Russia and worldwide to get some ideas. Uh, yeah, like to professional find networking. Yes, yes. So, yeah, let, let's stick to that, actually. Not social network, but professional Absolutely. network. It's not like addiction. It's professional development. It's like LinkedIn of today, I guess. That sounds better. 
Yeah, I like better that than too. addiction. Right. <laughs> but we have to, you know, we have to address this issue too. So, and um, what is like, I mean, what does that mean to be addicted to a social network then? Is it solely and only the screen time? Or do you think there are other aspects that we have to keep in mind? Well, I guess it is maybe uh, about like uh, so-called fear of missing out. Oh, like when, Yeah. When you are not using your phone, not even social networking sites, but your phone as mm-hmm. it is, you feel that maybe now something interesting is going on and you are just unaware of it. So you need to check. You have this urge to oh check God, it. My FOMO is so strong. I own it. Like, okay, I don't deny my FOMO is horrible. But yeah, so, okay, fear of missing out, screen time. What else can be a part of this addiction? You mean like bad consequences? Not the consequences, but how do we know that a person is addicted? So if a person is constantly like, you know, on the phone, is afraid to miss out, what else can be the sign of it? Apart from that, I think it's an outlet of your emotions sometimes, your thoughts Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the day, because... um, Well, if we talk about Facebook, for example, which is, I suppose, the number one social networking site in the Philippines. And Mm -hmm. we as Filipinos, we're very um, expressive. Yeah. And um, (laughs) we make Facebook as our diary. Sometimes we we just write down our thoughts like, Mm. oh, my God, this weather is sucking the life out of me. It's too hot right now. Or um, in my case, sometimes I would, you know, uh, give my opinion like, I hope the people in the Philippines will blah, 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 mm-hmm, you know, some mm-hmm. political comments again. Uh, <clears throat> or uh, my emotion at the time, like, I feel so happy today. I feel so blessed. I know. And then I include a, a photo, um, yeah, you know, yeah, apart from the um, caption itself. I think Facebook has actually made it quite easy because you can use the, like, um, there are several buttons of feelings, I think. Right, so you right. may say, like, oh. you may see in the news, like, Ken is feeling excited. Exactly, exactly. And then a picture if you want to add the picture. Or right. let's say um, Cindy is feeling sad. So something like that. So apart from, you know, uh, social networking sites acting as like an, a photo album, mm-hmm. which you have already mentioned earlier, it's also like your online diary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> But yeah, and speaking of this uh, science that you are addicted, uh, you know, once I was reading a book, uh, just, I mean, paperback book, and then I found uh, this idea that I want to like some thought on this book and I can't do it. And it got me frustrated. And then I understood that maybe I'm a bit addicted to social networking sites. You just can't like anything that you mm-hmm. like in real life. <laughs> That is true. I also have noticed this. uh, I do not know if that's a sign of being addicted to social media or to your phone in general, but uh, I bet we all have been there. When we are somewhere, we go out with our friends and that we see that our friends or maybe us just looking at our phones and you're like, guys, we are here to, you know, communicate, to socialize, to interact. Come on. That is the negative consequence of being too dependent on, Mm -hmm. you know, not just even the phone, but electronic gadgets in general, because they have such things, social networking sites that actually make us connected with others to a point that you're already in front of a friend, you're having dinner, but you're busy using your phone, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, that's actually rude, but Mm -hmm. people don't notice that because 
you see, they don't even, they're not even aware that it's because, wrong to do that. Because they're also on their phone. Exactly. But I have, um, we have tried it uh, once or twice, I think, uh, my friends and I. So when we were out and we were having a dinner or something, so we made a little rule like, okay, when the food is that, you're allowed to take pictures because come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, but then we put the phones uh, on the corner of the table or like, you know, screens down and whoever checks the phone. Oh, you played this game, like phone stack game. Kind of. Yeah. So whoever checks the phone has to buy drinks for the whole company. And, you know, if you're in the US, it's like four people. It's at least 45 bucks. Nobody is ready to pay 45 bucks, you know, just because they check their phone. So that worked. That worked. We had one exception, though, which was if you have like a screen up, if your mom calls. Like that's a, you. You can answer. Mm-hmm. Like in this case, it's a must. yeah, sure. But yeah, I started uh, at some point. I started to look into that and try to analyze my own behavior in terms of social network usage. And I have realized that I was guilty of the same thing. So I was in a coffee shop with somebody, but then I was looking at my phone, checking the newsfeed, and I just had to stop myself. Like no, no, I'm interacting right now. Quality time, like we time. No. But that, was, that is so difficult you know, to do. I don't think that I have this problem, for example, because when I'm with people, I'm with people. And I think this is way more precious uh, to really interact, to really socialize uh, than to post like you are socializing. <laughs> so we can clearly see an example of a non-addicted person, Masha, and a very addicted person. Well, I am yeah. addicted, but when I am with people, I just uh, forget about it. Mm-hmm. So, which makes me think that maybe I am addicted to social networking sites or to my phone when I am like bored mm-hmm. or when mm-hmm. I am very, maybe, you know, very tired, very like busy at work. It's just a kind of a distraction mm-hmm. uh, for me. But when I'm on holiday, for example, I tend, I don't tend to use Mm-hmm. My phone a lot. Oh, just for um, taking pictures, of course, pictures. Well, yeah. but that is that would be like keeping memories. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, and how? Um, so we spend a lot of time on our phones. We have a huge screen time or somewhat big screen time. But how can we reduce this? So, how can we reduce the screen time? What can we do? Well, that's a very good question because uh, <laughs> now asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually quite difficult. And um, before I, you know, answer that question, I just want to address uh, one one more thing. Um, it's not just about not having a face to face interaction and being busy with your phone while you're having a gathering, right, with people. But it's also about going to concerts because I don't know if you notice that a lot of people who go to concerts they have their phone on mm-hmm. instead of enjoying the moment they tend to see you know the concert itself from the screen which is this is insane because what the heck you're here you're supposed to be enjoying your time questions to those who record this and post it like are you seriously going to rewatch <laughs> it later like please and let me add uh apart from that whenever i travel and i i noticed that uh last year when i was in saint petersburg so I, as i was walking around i kept taking photos and you know recording videos and i thought what the heck I am enjoying, you know, all these places from my screen. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, thank God I realized that. And then for uh, for a while, I stopped it and I said, okay, no phones, no cameras. Just look at the damn thing Mm -hmm. and just feel it. Okay, live in the moment. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Well, going back to your question, if you could remind me, I'm so sorry. (laughs) How can we reduce the screen time and become less addicted? 
um, it's easier said than done, but it comes with self-discipline. Um, mm-hmm. You have to know um, within yourself that you have, as I've said, and I know it sounds like a cliche, but you have to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. You have to, but then again, you have to identify it first within yourself that you are doing it. Otherwise, without the recognition that you mm-hmm. are actually doing it, mm-hmm. then you won't change it at all. It's the same with other kinds of addiction. Unless you admit to yourself that you are an alcoholic, then you will True. not do anything about it. True. Yeah, for example, it reminds me of my addiction to sweet things. And like every time I open my fridge, it's not uh, because I'm hungry, but because I'm maybe I'm bored or stressed mm-hmm. or tired. Mm-hmm. And it's the same uh, about phones, I guess. Have you ever heard about such a thing as digital detox? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So what does that involve? Like... Uh, to be clean <laughs> for uh, for a day or for a weekend, like to be off mm-hmm. all, all social networks for some time. I yeah. think that's a good idea to have a bit of a digital detox. But at the same time, I realized that, for example, I will never be able to uh, just turn off my phone and go like do things or not use social networks. But if I do that, you know, starting with baby steps, maybe an hour then two hours, then three hours. Who knows? Maybe right. after that, I can uh, actually not use my phone for the whole day or for the whole weekend. And um, I have a tip for those who also get distracted a lot by social media. Um, I, that, again, comes from the um, fact that I have this digital well-being app uh, and function on my phone. Because together with the screen time, it shows how many times... I unblocked my phone at how many notifications I have got. Mm-hmm. So average, just hear me out, average amount of notifications per day is 260. Wow. 260. Oh. When I post something, for example, I post three stories and let's say one post on Instagram, then it can get up to 500 notifications per day. Wow. 500. And every time you have a notification, no matter what you do, you're tempted to look at it. It may be something unimportant like weather, it may be a notification from your bank like, hey, check out your spendings for the week. But it's still something that distracts you from what you are doing. And I was reading this book about, it wasn't so much about time management, but it was about how to get more things done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Jedi Techniques to those who are interested. Mm-hmm. And it's it was actually um, addressing the problem of getting distracted by notifications. And I thought, why don't I... Uh, change the functions in my phone so that I don't get notifications from things that are not important. Right. So, or you can block the notifications. You still get the messages, you still get whatever, but without notifications. Yeah, that's what I do. So, and I have realized that it actually might work. Mm -hmm. So, it's like the first, it can be the first step to reducing this... um, you know, this addiction. Over-dependence. Over and yes. at least you don't get stressed every mm-hmm. time uh, the phone screen starts to like mm-hmm. shine. Mm-hmm. I also know that uh, people who are addicted to their phones, again, not that I am addicted. Yes, I am. Um, you know, we, they... They um, <laughs> tend to have some sleep problems because, you know, because of looking at the blue screen, which keeps our brain kind of awake so and i found this app I, i'm afraid i don't remember the name but the darker it gets and the later it gets the dimmer the light is so by nighttime it turns totally black so you can't actually look at it uh you know if you're not in the darkness if you're not sleeping and then you kind of like okay it's dark so 
I don't need the blue screen. I can just go to sleep. So you're not as tempted to stay awake because I have found myself so many times just, you know, scrolling Instagram newsfeed and especially the recommendations, the TikTok videos on Instagram until like 3 a.m. And then I was like, Jesus, what am I doing? Which is, by the way, which reminds me of uh, uh, your question you previously asked, which are the signs uh, that we are addicted? Sleeping with your phone beside you. Mm-hmm. This is the sign that we are addicted, I guess. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we talk a little bit more about uh, the negative consequences of uh, being addicted? So sleeplessness can be one of them. Addiction in itself is like terrible. Yeah. So but what can be other negative effects of it, negative consequences. Of social networking sites, yeah? Of being addicted. To, well, of uh, social networks in general. Okay, let's right. let's talk mm-hmm. about not being addicted, but social, social yeah, networks. Yeah, yeah, because we are not addicted. Yeah, you know, we're not. No, we're not. This is about... Um, people are maybe unaware of it, but they become jealous of other people's success or not just success, but, you know, the material possessions of other people. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. As you scroll down your uh, phone, I mean, on your screen, and then you look at, oh, a friend of mine has been to this country for his or her holiday, which sometimes I feel that, especially when, you know, in winter. Yeah, when you're stuck in Siberia. In Siberia, and I see some friends that, Oh my God, I wish I could go there now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you see, it creates some kind of um, sadness because mm-hmm. um, you don't have what others have at that moment. Or it could be a bit of like jealousy, as I've said, because mm-hmm. come on, um, let's face it. Um, some people, um, maybe they're not that happy that others are ahead of them in life, that they possess certain things or that they have um, what... Uh, a more beautiful, long-lasting marriage. Like, huh? You know, you understand what I mean. I do. Do you think that that leads to, uh, in turn, that leads to lower self-esteem? True. Is you look at, you know, those people who have perfect bodies, who have, uh, you know, a better job. And, exactly. Well, I... Let me disagree, maybe. Go ahead. To some, uh, yeah, to some extent. I agree uh, uh, when you were speaking about traveling. Yeah, that what can really make me sad. Like everybody's somewhere else and I'm here in the middle of Siberia. Yeah, that is sad. But when it comes to like perfect bodies or perfect marriages or, well, I don't know, perfect meals that people eat, I somehow realize that uh, it's not necessarily true. That mm-hmm. is, in most cases, it's just fake, like 50% of fake. <laughs> But then again, you understand that as an adult, How many teens out there who do not? And come on, very often, well, or sometimes we look at it and we still like, you know, this little thought crawls into our mind saying, but you don't have it. (laughs) You don't. Yeah, but we all know, I'm sorry, we all know how uh, content is being created, yeah? For example, when we uh, want to make a good picture, we know that we need to put effort into it. And so we realize that other people also put some effort and Mm -hmm. uh, initially it was maybe not so beautiful. Maybe. And then I just want to add something to what she said about fake, um, you know, like photos or videos, Mm -hmm. whatever, because um, with that, it also sends a wrong message to people. Mm -hmm. And if you're not as discerning, as mature, wiser people, you would take it as the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everyone has the gift maybe of wisdom Mm -hmm. critical thinking (laughs) exactly and so they just accept things as they are like oh for example if i were 
overweight, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like a teenage overweight, you know, regardless of the gender, okay. Um, and I see, wow, sexy bodies. Like this is something that I will never be able to achieve. Something like that. So mm-hmm. it affects my self esteem. So that is another um, negative consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to your question. I would also add one negative consequences that I have faced myself, which is imposter syndrome. So, which is... You mean uh, being a teacher? Being a teacher, yes. So, because imposter syndrome, you know what that is. When yeah. when you are uh, underestimating maybe or um, un- devaluing your own achievements by thinking that you were lucky, that it was pure luck. And I am this, experiencing this uh, basically on a daily basis because I follow a lot of teachers on Instagram because, um, you know... I get inspiration, ideas, and that's all lovely. But then I see some teachers who have, you know, those Delta certificates, uh, all three modules, or they have got this certificate, they have done this, they take part in conferences, they do this, 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 this. And I think, oh, that's so cool. But oh, they are such great teachers and I'm not. Then, of course, I try to think back like, no, wait, stop. You have students who have, you know, reach their goal because of you well in some way but you have done this and this but then again you know this lasts um maybe shorter time so it frustrates you it does it does of course you need to like be able to self-analyze like you do to do some to make some reflection on yourself but what if you don't know how to do that so this imposter syndrome just eating you Yeah, I guess it can be the thing. But for me, uh, it is like vice versa. I mean, when I follow some teachers who I admire on Instagram, let's say, or on VK or somewhere, I am happy to see that what I am doing is fine. What I'm doing mm-hmm. is all right because mm-hmm. these mature teachers do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It means that mm-hmm. I'm okay. <laughs> it works both ways for me. Uh-huh. Both the, you know, the positive and negative. The positive is that I am inspired like, ah, okay, so that can be done as well. So, okay, I'm gonna, you know, borrow your ideas and I'm mm-hmm. going to implement them. Um, so, on the one hand, it gives me inspiration, yeah? On the other hand, I also know uh, for a fact, <laughs> okay, I- I'm gonna be specific here, like in the Philippines, um, there is one particular teacher who, you know, okay, he's very successful uh, career-wise, but um, he also has uh, the tendency to show off that mm-hmm. I've been to this conference. And then, you know, what he does is that he publishes all his certificates. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is what I did. This is what I you know, what I've accomplished. I mean, okay, so if you're happy with that, you know, why not? You can share it to the world. But because I know the person and he has the tendency to, again, show off. So it's like, for me, it's like, oh, come on. Like, I don't even care about Mm -hmm. your, you know, achievements whatsoever. It's not because I'm jealous, okay? Just to be clear. It's just that because I know the person. (laughs) Sure. And it's not the certificates uh, which create a great teacher. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we can can say that some social networks or sometimes social networks can be very toxic in a way. And what if we talk about negative consequence uh, connected with the ethics? So um, have you noticed how, um, especially recently, I think this has happened a lot um, within the last year, how different bloggers, vloggers, whoever, they do something horrible, borderline violent to get more followers, to get the, what, to get the hype. Yeah, for example, uh, like some disgusting challenges. Uh, 
like on TikTok, I guess it was. Uh, I'm sorry to say, like pee your pants challenge. I have never heard about that. Yeah, but disgusting. That's I absolutely know. disgusting. I know some. I know some cases like when. Um, I don't remember the vlogger or where he was from, but he kicked out um, his girlfriend outside to see how he bags to get inside. So when oh, it was, it's winter That's time. even more disgusting. So it's 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 violent, like pure violence, actually. So and then uh, he finally let her in, and he was making videos, like you know, of her crying. And if I'm not mistaken, she even died later on because of the uh, uh, hypothermia. Well, speaking of which, people die from doing such stunts, yeah? Um, mm-hmm. I know that they do that to have more, what, um, subscribers, if we talk about mm-hmm. YouTube or maybe followers on Instagram or whatever social media platform, you know, you do mm-hmm. that. And personally, I, I feel it's really pathetic. It is. Um, if that's your only way to catch people's attention. But then again, like, okay, fine. You want to do that, you know, take a selfie on top of a building crane. Fine. You risk your life. But sometimes people risk other people's lives. So they are putting others in danger just for mere likes or followers or whatnot. So which is, you know, sounds a little bit psychotic maybe or... yeah. Not normal. Even actually, even today in the morning, I was scrolling through uh, the newsfeed and I saw an article for, on our local news website that one Novsbirsk blogger. So he had an expensive car, a very expensive car, uh, and he crashed it and uh, filmed it, and it was like several million worth car um, because he didn't have enough followers. So apparently, he had uh, made a bet um, several months before that that he would get 20 million or somewhat million followers before the new year. So, and he's far, you know, um, far from that. So he crashed it. So he crashed the car, then he put some coal in it and burnt it. Then somebody uh, took the crane there. So he just destroyed it and he was filming the whole thing. And then he said to his followers that if, if I get 20 million followers by the, end of January, I think it is, that I'm going to buy a brand new Lamborghini and crash it and film it. Well, it's his money. (laughs) But this is just so... Ridiculous. Yes. And pathetic. (laughs) That's that's what we can call real addiction. So we are really not addicted after all. So do you think that... um, Something should be done so and the content should be strictly regulated. So not in order for these things not to happen, especially like, okay, maybe not with the car, but with putting other people in danger. So can something be done with it on maybe a higher authoritative level? Well, I think it should be done. I think it should be regulated, but I just maybe don't know how. But yeah, there should be some restrictions, limits, prohibitions. Maybe there should be like, you know... um some punishment for it, like on a legal level. Right. You know what? Uh, I'm glad that you brought that up because um, I think we are somehow creating a conversation uh, for people to be aware. Mm -hmm. And and it's not just the people, you know, ordinary citizens, but our respective governments to do something about this. Maybe because right now we're not paying much attention and it's mostly the social media companies, yeah? Mm -hmm. Like YouTube or Facebook. They have their own, you know, guidelines that Mm -hmm. you should follow. 
But then again, uh, I don't think they have enough teeth, uh, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So there has to be some legislation involved, and by legislation, there has to be legal what ways and mm-hmm. um, uh, consequences whenever you do something that is, you know, extreme and can endanger not just your life but somebody else's mm-hmm. life. So I do hope that you know, in the near future, there will be concrete. Rules or laws for this mm-hmm. for each country, uh, not just internationally. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, this will continue, and people will continue to lose their lives. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, I hope this for no good reason. Well, you know, I don't want to end the podcast on this note. So, how yeah, about sure. we talk about positive <laughs> sides of social media? So let 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 the final question that we discuss be a little bit more positive. Sure. So, what are the positive sides of social media? Well. Mm, Uh, staying connected, uh, keeping mm-hmm. in touch with people, with friends who live in different cities, maybe different countries, mm-hmm. and like uh, sharing your news maybe mm-hmm. um, to the world or to your closest circle of friends. Mm-hmm. In addition, um, the news tra- travels faster and you are up to date. Um, uh-huh. You know, unlike before when we just relied on traditional media like newspapers. the television, newspaper, you know, the radio. Mm-hmm. It, the information traveled a little slower, but this time around it's faster. And that's mm-hmm. one of the advantages because you can even see it real time mm-hmm. while somebody is recording mm-hmm. something and then he can immediately share it on mm-hmm. his social networking account. Yeah, which again can even save lives. It can even save lives, which is, so, you know, another advantage. I would also add uh, getting inspiration for, you know, being uh, more creative, be that professional life or be that your hobby or something. You can get ideas. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. You always need some examples to follow and yeah, to compare yourself to. And I actually, I have one more thing that I would like to add. I have noticed the greatest side of Instagram, which is whenever you need to find something, you need help, you don't know where something is, where you can buy. I always ask the question on Instagram and I always get replies. So if I don't know how to do a certain thing, I do not know where to get something. I I, I know I can depend. I can rely on my Instagram followers. that They help all the time. And that's fantastic. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. All right. Oh, I'm so happy. So that was the Big Apple School podcast. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Masha. So today we discussed social media and the consequences of it. And uh, we, well, we briefly talked about all different aspects. So we said what social networks we use, which ones we do not use, which ones we do not understand much, whether we are addicted to social media, what our screen time is, What are the negative effects of social media and how to eliminate them? And what are the positive effects of social media? And a little request to our listeners. So if you have listened till the end, please post some emoji and tell us what is your favorite social media and how much time you spend on it, because we would like to know more about you. So thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you are always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. You can find full scripts of each episode of our podcast there. You can read them while listening. Cool, right? Also, if you want to get more content, which will help you learn English, you can follow us on the social media such as Instagram, VK, not TikTok, but YouTube, Telegram, and so on. Just search our name, which is again, Big Apple School. So that was Katja, and my guests for today were... 
Ken from the Philippines. And, and Maria from Russia. Stay tuned and we'll see you around.